Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Wakis-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. Coming up on this episode of the entrepreneurial you it used to be in the old days like you could totally hack search you could always get better results than you deserved if you understood how to play the game but google especially has gotten so much better in the last few years and they continue to that good seo is really just about creating really good content so i think we're getting to this point where copywriters or anybody who can write good copy are becoming much more important so there's some momentary things that you need to stay on top of like what is Facebook want to hear from us this week and how many times should we be posting? But then there's the long-term relationship stuff where it's like, let's create content that our audience likes. Hi, I'm Henneke Watkins-Sportel, your inspirational leader and host of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Jamaica Stock Exchange. And now let's go to today's episode. The founder and president of Flight New Media, a digital agency in Portland, Maine, that's been around for over 20 years, is my guest on episode 71 of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. He's a nationally recognized speaker on entrepreneurship, digital marketing, and social media. He founded the Agents of Change, an annual conference and weekly podcast that focuses on search, social, and mobile marketing. He's the author of The Lead Machine, The Small Business Guide to Digital Marketing, and has appeared in Inc. Magazine, The Huffington Post, FastCompany.com, CNN.com, The Social Media Examiner, and many other news sources for stories on digital marketing. He's also the tech guru on the evening news show 207, which airs on the NBC affiliate in Maine. Much is my delight to welcome Rich Brooks to the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Welcome, Rich. Thanks so much for having me, Henneke. I'm really excited to be here. Do you know anything about Jamaica or any Jamaican phrases, anything Jamaican at all? Uh, yeah, I actually have visited Jamaica a couple times. I'm well overdue, but yeah, I... I remember going there and every time I the people would ask me my name and I said, Rich, they said, oh, you are a wealthy man. And then, <laughs> you know, that joke wore a little thin by the end of the week. But no, I, I loved it. I spent both times in the grill. It was a beautiful country. Even within one year, it was really built up quite a bit. Uh, and uh, it was it was just a lot of fun and uh, really enjoy that Red Stripe beer of yours. Ah, amazing. I'm glad that you have the Jamaican experience because I don't think that anyone has ever truly lived if they've not had the Jamaican experience. I, I may be biased, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, no, I love it there. I, it's definitely overdue for me to get back down there. Okay, so when you come hook me up, please. All right, Absolutely. so now we're going to be talking about creating a digital platform as a business strategy and particularly for small businesses. Why should we really care and take notice of what is happening, Rich? I know it's tough because if you're an entrepreneur, a small business, you're just starting up, there's so many things that you have to do. And sometimes marketing just falls by the wayside. Uh, but it is a critical piece. And I really do like digital marketing. You know, when I first started off, I've, I've been doing this for over 21 years. And so when I first started off, I was working out of my apartment in a place called Jamaica Plain, which is Jamaica Plain, ah. uh, which is part of <laughs> 
which is part of Boston. And, you know, I was opening up the Yellow Pages. And, you know, I don't know if people still remember the Yellow Pages, but, you know, a book of vaguely, vaguely. And, <laughs> Yeah. And I would just call up businesses and try and pitch them on our service, well, my services at the time. Um, and, you know, I would do those kind of things. I'd take out ads in newspapers. And it was just, it was time consuming. I printed up uh, print newsletters. That's how old I am. That's how long I've been doing this. It just becomes much more cost effective uh, to move to a new way of doing things, which is digital marketing. And it's it's easier to get started. It's much more trackable. It's much more easy to automate things. And it's much more easy to work with people remotely as well. So for me, what I found is a lot of people, I, I just turned 50, a lot of people my age or older, they feel like they missed out on that. Um, and they feel like they can't catch up. And digital marketing is this smoke and mirrors thing. And, and they don't know how to get started. The bottom line is, Every small business needs customers. And the way we acquire customers back then may have been through the phone book and networking events, which are still in existence. But the way we acquire customers today and the way we retain them is through digital marketing. So you have to find time in your busy day as an entrepreneur to invest in some digital marketing. And part of my goal is just to simplify that process and make it easier for people to understand. All right, perhaps where I should start is what exactly, by your definition, is digital marketing? For me, digital marketing is really any type of marketing that's delivered either online or through a mobile device. And in the book that you mentioned, The Lead Machine, that I wrote uh, last year now, uh, I talk about what I call the bare essentials of digital marketing. And it's a simple framework for people to think about. And bare stands for build, attract, retain, and evaluate. So everything starts with having a website. I really don't see people succeeding who just have a Facebook page or just have a blog. I really do think you need to have a platform that you own that you can send people to to turn visitors and prospects into customers. So a lot of what we talk about is starting with building that platform, which is a website. I'm a big fan of WordPress, but really any platform will work as long as you're willing to work at it. Uh, and really make it so that it's inviting, it's educational, and it gets people to take an action so they contact you. The A is for attract, and primarily when we're talking about digital marketing, we're talking about things like search engine optimization, which I think is critically important for small businesses. Social media, which I think is fun, but it depends on your small business about how much you should invest in social media. And then digital advertising, which is becoming more and more critical. And when I say digital advertising, I'm talking about Facebook ads, uh, promoted pins on Pinterest, Google AdWords, anytime you're spending money to get in front of a specific audience. Uh, R is for retain, and that's about how do we stay in touch with people after they've left our site. And the primary method there is email marketing, but you can also do some retargeting advertising as well. And the E is for evaluate, and that's usually using tools like Google Analytics to understand how people found your website, what did they do when they were there, did they take a desired action. And by looking at our analytics, we get a better understanding of what parts of our marketing are effective and what parts we should stop doing or fix. So essentially, you've mentioned the bare essentials, which is to build, attract, retain, and evaluate, just to go through that process. And I'm sure when our peak performers are listening to this episode, that they're going to be taking um, taking a, a, a check and evaluate to see where they are in their processes right now. In terms of traditional media versus new media, digital media, do you think that it will be leaving us anytime soon? And, you know, when you compare them both, what's your take? 
I don't think what people refer to as traditional media like newspapers and, uh, and TV and radio are going to leave us anytime soon because they're still effective. I think it depends on what your business is, who your audience is. You know, the most important channel is the channel that your audience is on. So if your audience still likes print newspapers, then by all means, please advertise in print newsletters if you print newspapers if you want to get in front of them. I've read that when TV appeared, they called it the death of radio. Well, radio is still alive and well. We listen to it most days, you know, when we're not listening to podcasts. But I listen often to radio on the way into work, and there are other times when I listen to it. So TV definitely did not kill radio. It just, it's another channel that we can reach people. It's the same thing. So yeah, there's people who listen to podcasts, but there's people who listen to audiobooks or people listen to the radio. So I don't think traditional media is wrong. I do think that right now, digital marketing provides a better uh, advertising ROI for small businesses, better targeting for businesses. But as more and more people jump on the digital advertising bandwagon, prices rise up. And as fewer people advertise in newspapers and TV and radio, then they're going to have to get more aggressive with their prices. And so we'll find ourselves somewhere in the medium. Whether that happens in two years, five years, or 10 years, I can't tell you. Mm-hmm. But I, I think what we're seeing is a leveling of the playing field. Um, so big businesses that once you know had it made, they're now having to contend with their smaller counterparts because the playing field, as I said, has been leveled. I definitely think that digital marketing gives us small business people a better opportunity of reaching audiences, but big businesses have responded. And so you have to be aware of it. So, you know, Google still seems to favor big established companies over startups. And this is why you have to, as a small business, you know, have that kind of David mentality where you are going to be a little bit more uh, nimble and (laughs) aggressive. Yeah. But nimble also be willing to change. Like think about the strengths of the big business and the fact that they can throw money at everything. So you have to be, you know, more flexible and able to change on a dime, which is not something big big business is so good at. So, you know, if all of a sudden you find that, you know, the local uh, TV station has too much advertising inventory, then that might be an opportunity for you to get in front of them. Or, you know, in my case, I had an opportunity to be the tech guru, as you mentioned, on the local uh, evening news program. So once a month I go on and I talk about tech-related stuff. But every time I'm on there, they mention my company name. I get five minutes on TV in the local area. And then they link to my website from the show notes. So for me, like, that's a great way of, you know – kind of, it's not something a giant company would have done, but it was something great for my small business. Right. And you're leveraging your presence. And I'm sure, you know, even, you know, even though you're not charging to do it, but at the end of the day, I'm sure the benefits far outweigh, you know, any, any cost that you would have to put up in terms of your time. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. We're going to be taking a break right here. When we come back, we're going to be looking at the prerequisites to a successful digital marketing campaign. Let's take a break. During this time, I'm going to read a review as well as thank my sponsors for allowing the entrepreneurial you to be possible. This review comes from Travel Buddies 22 That's the username out of the USA. And it says, this podcast is incredibly interesting, informative, and empowering. It really makes you get going on whatever you need to get going on. I really like the guests on the show, too. 
Thank you so much, Travel Buddies 22. And if you write me a review, please send me an email at hennikawatkesporter at gmail.com. Let me know because unless I go to the individual Apple store in each country, then I won't know that you would have left a review for me. So I'm looking forward to seeing a review from you so that I can read it in an upcoming episode. Listen up. If you are based in Jamaica, this is for you. The world needs your voice. It's as simple as that. So create your own podcast. Visit HennikaWatkesPorter.com and sign up now to your podcasting workshop. Increase your network and your network by connecting with global guests and an audience from all over the world. Hurry up. Spaces are limited. So sign up now at HennikaWatkesPorter.com and be part of the movement and ahead of the game. We needed to raise capital. But our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act, and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing? Or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Welcome back. Welcome back. And Rich Brooks is my guest today on the Entrepreneurial U. Of course, he's a founder and president of Flight New Media, which is a digital agency in Portland, Maine. Thank you so much, Rich, for joining me again. (laughs) I'm having a blast. Okay, so let's move on. Let's talk about the prerequisites for uh, a successful digital marketing campaign. What does that look like? I think the first thing that you have to do as an entrepreneur is get 100% clear on who your audience is and then what are they looking for. So I see a lot of people putting together either an organic campaign or a paid campaign and they're not really clear on what they want to accomplish so they don't know if they've succeeded or not. So every business should really know who their ideal customer is and they should know what pain points their ideal customer has that they can solve. So once you've done that, then you're in a better position to decide, well, should I be advertising on Facebook? Should I be blogging? Should I be putting together a podcast? The other thing you need to be very clear on is what are your goals? Are you looking to get more podcast subscribers, more email subscribers, more people to buy your book? So those are all things that are critically important. I think as we all get better at using tools like Pinterest and Facebook, at a certain point, Knowing how to run a Facebook ad is not going to be a skill. Like everybody is just part of your job. Everybody's going to know how to do it. So I think the people who are going to succeed are the people who really understand the beginning and the end points of any campaign. And then it's just a matter of choosing which channel to use. So of course, there are people out there who can teach you the best way to run Facebook ads or the best way to do promoted pins or the best way to optimize your blog post for the search engines. And those are all important tactics but they're not effective if you're not really clear on the beginning and the end of each one of those campaigns. And then the other thing is a lot of marketers and entrepreneurs, they love putting together campaigns. They love getting sales. They don't actually like looking at the results. 
right? It's like, oh, that campaign failed. I'll just pretend it didn't exist and I'll move on. No, you got to look at your failures too. So you got to see, it's like, we all do it. We all do it, right? You know, it's that, that one campaign that you thought was so brilliant and nobody engaged with it. You're like, you got to look at that and decide, was it the wrong audience? Was it the wrong offer? Was it the wrong image? And, you know, sometimes some A-B split tests can help with that. So these are all things that we need to get better at. You know, we think that we're going to be successful right out of the gate, but chances are we're not. We're going to fail more times than we succeed. But if we keep on looking at why something didn't work and fix it, we're continually improving till we get to the destination that we have in mind. All right. So now as we, we, we continue, we're looking at some best practices and quote unquote best practices, because what seemed to be a best practice today uh, when we're talking about digital marketing, for example, two months down the road, it's no longer a best practice. Now, how can we keep abreast digitally? That's a great question. And unfortunately, it's a little bit of a challenge because there's always going to be things that change. Like last year, Facebook loved Facebook Live. And now it seems like they don't really care so much about live video. Um, so there will be that aspect. So if, if you one of you. You know, if you're focusing on one platform like a Facebook, you do need to find those Facebook blogs, those Facebook marketing blogs that keep up to date with everything so that you can digest those. Um, I'm more of a fan of evergreen marketing. And there's some things going on that I see in the industry, uh, especially around search, for example. I'm a big fan of search because, you know, we work with hundreds of small businesses and I see their traffic reports and I know that they get a lot more website traffic from search than they ever do through social. So I've always liked search. Now, as it turns out, it used to be in the old days, like you could totally hack search. You could always get better results than you deserved if you understood how to play the game. But Google especially has gotten so much better in the last few years, and they continue to, that really good SEO is really just about creating really good content. So I think we're getting to this point where copywriters or anybody who can write good copy are becoming much more important. So there's some momentary things that you need to stay on top of, like what is Facebook want to hear from us this week and how many times should we be posting? But then there's the long-term relationship stuff where it's like, let's create content that our audience likes. If we need to shift from Facebook to Snapchat to some platform we've not even seen yet, then that's fine. But the bottom line is if you're making those connections with your audience, then they'll follow you. And if I'm looking at, you know, my own company, because we're a small business, you know, where am I going to invest my time and energy over the next five years? I'm going to continue to build our web presence because search is not going anywhere. Um, it's evolving. It's getting more nuanced, but it's still important. And the other thing is building our email list and not just building it, but also engaging with our audience more. We have 10,000 people on our list, but to be honest, I might be able to succeed with just a few thousand on my list. It's about finding those people that really want to hear what I have to say, what my team has to stay and, and say and focus on that. Yeah, there's always going to be part of the business that shifts every few weeks because we're on platforms that, you know, they don't care about our business. They only care about their business like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. So you have to stay abreast of those. But I think things like search and email marketing and getting people to fill out your contact form, those are much slower evolutions. So that's why I like putting more of my money down on that side of things and then just having some play money to play on some of these social media platforms that are constantly going through not just evolutions but revolutions. And this question, and I 
mentioned in our pre-interview chat that I just kind of start throwing this out there to social media to get some questions from my amazing guests. And so this question, my very first question comes from, it's on Facebook, on Facebook, LASRA Mendez, that's the username. And her question, I'm sure she's, she's, she's an online entrepreneur and she's also been asking this question on behalf of other persons as well. With a tight economy, what can be done with the survival of a business? And what are some of the factors that all businesses should always keep in mind in case of an economical collapse? It's an excellent question. And having been in business for 21 years, I've seen my share of booms and busts. And being a digital agency, I also know the whole feast and famine cycle, too. Um, so it's funny. Uh uh, up till a few years ago, my solution to every business problem was I'll just go out there and sell and market harder. And somehow I survived. I wouldn't say I succeeded, but I survived for this long. And then a few years ago, I ended up connecting with a financial planning business in town who sat me down, helped me create a budget, helped me forecast. And the last two years of our company, Flight New Media, have been our most successful to date. And I've actually taken my foot off the marketing a little bit as we kind of rethink our, our ways. So what I would say is marketing is critically important to your business forever. Never stop marketing your business. But, you know, although a global economic meltdown may, you know, sink everybody, the bottom line is you can put yourself in a much better financial state by maybe working with somebody. And I'm not sure about Jamaica, but I know here in the U.S. there's groups like SCORE and there's small business centers with experienced people who often work with you for free to help help you with forecasting and budgeting and that kind of expertise, or even just find a mentor, somebody else who's been down a similar path before that can make the difference between success and failure in your business. And I know that's not exactly marketing advice, but it really has changed my business and finding a good business consultant for me has gotten me out of this kind of treadmill uh, like running of my business to where I actually have a plan. I know when we're going to buy computers. I know when we're going to hire people. I know what we can spend on advertising, all these sort of things. I know what the lifetime value of my customers are. Suddenly, it's not like you're just like running and running without any destination. You know exactly where you're going. You know exactly when you're going to get there and you know how to get there. So essentially, have a plan to work on your business rather than in your business. That's a lot better than what I just said, Hannah. <laughs> thank you, Rich. And thank you so much. Our username, LASRA Mendez on Facebook. Thank you so much for that question. You're amazing. Now we are pretty much on the tail end of our discussion, having an amazing time talking with Rich Brooks. He is the president and founder of Flight New Media, which is a digital agency that is in Maine in the US. So, uh, we are going to be closing off right now. And of course, I know that you have a giveaway um, for audience members, um, which it's about a conference that you're having you're, you're, that's coming up soon. So I'm going to ask you to yeah. share that. In addition to that, share with us where our, our persons can find you, our audience members can find you on social media as well as your websites. Absolutely. So very briefly, we're about to have our seventh annual Agents of Change Digital Marketing Conference. This is a conference that's all about search, social, and mobile marketing, how to find your ideal customer through digital marketing. It does take place in Portland, Maine, but I know you've got listeners from all over the world. We have a virtual pass where people can watch live 
from wherever they are, or they can watch every single session on demand. We've got speakers like Joel Kahn and Tamsin Webster and uh, Jen Herman and just a whole bunch of other marketing experts. And because you have such an amazing audience, I've got a discount code for them. What they want to do is they want to go to theagentsofchange.com. Go check out the sizzle reel, the highlight reel from last year, see the speakers, the agenda. And if it looks good, all they need to do is when they check out, use the promo code T-E-Y-P-O-D, that's T-E-Y-P-O-D, and they're going to save $25 off the ticket price. And if you want to learn more about me, uh, obviously, you can go check out theagentsofchange.com. We have a podcast as well, and my business is at Take Flight. That's takeflyte.com. And I am The Rich Brooks on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, just about everywhere on the web. So if you want to reach out to me and say hello, uh, just go to your favorite channel and look for The Rich Brooks. Oh, thank you so much, Rich. <laughs> it really has been a pleasure talking with you, getting enlightened about this thing that's not going away anytime soon. You know, it's only going to get better. It's only going to be changing for the better. And so we need to get with it. So thank you so much. Henneke, it was awesome being on your show. You have a great energy and a great show. And uh, thanks so much. We have come to the end of another great episode of the Entrepreneur You podcast. Remember to subscribe in Apple Podcast and download all the episodes that you would have missed if you have not already subscribed and downloaded the episodes and play them to the end as well because good stuff is always at the end too. So do that as well as go and leave a rate and review right now. I'd appreciate that. It helps a lot because I put a lot of effort into creating this free content and it does help when I know that it is of significant value to you. So show your love by going to Apple Podcasts and just leave a rate and review. And when you leave that review, do send me an email at hennikawatkisporter at gmail.com because I'd love to be able to read them in an upcoming episode. And if I'm not notified, I won't know it's there because unless you go into all the different stores in Apple, there is no way that I can actually know that a review was left or a current review was left. So it's important that when you leave your review, you send me an email, let me know about it so I can go look for it and read it live on an episode of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Henneke Watkins Porto. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. What good?